Hello, and welcome to Deep Dive. I'm Jackson Russo. And I'm Adam Selby. Uh, this week, we're doing foals. Uh, I'll let you introduce them, Adam. Do, or do you have anything pulled up to introduce yeah, them? Yeah, no, I do. Um, so they're an English rock band um, formed in 2005. And uh, it's mostly been the same guys the whole time, uh, which is kind of why we wanted to do this, is one of them is leaving soon. Yeah. Um, the bassist. And so they have two albums, uh, or a single album coming out this year that's two parts. And so I thought it would be uh, be good to uh, listen to their first couple albums. Yeah. And uh, so that's four different albums from uh, 2008 through 2015. So that's okay. what we listened to. It was four albums. That got me scared for a second. I was like, I thought yeah. I listened to five, and I was like, what the fuck happened? Nope, yeah. there's only four out right now. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, have you listened to them before? Yes. I, I hadn't listened to all of their albums, but I've listened to most of their stuff. I have only listened to a couple things. I saw them live by happenstance. I think I mentioned this last time, but they were an in-between band at a festival. I was waiting right, for yeah, another band, yeah. uh, and I just was waiting and listened to them, and really badass live um i think the song that i heard was inhaler and that really uh hooked me onto them but we'll talk about that later so their first album came out in 2008 called mm-hmm. antidotes uh i'll let you start so i thought this album starts off really great and it's a good album overall but i just really like the start of it they just kind of dive right into the kind of music that they are and what they're interested in making um i thought the uh transitions between most of the songs are weird but in a like delightful way kind of yeah i don't know i I like this album i don't think it's you know yeah it's 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 clearly where they're wanting to go already if you can you can kind of tell if you've listened to their other stuff but they're not there so it's funny because i kind of feel a little opposite it's a good album i don't like the album but it is a good album i can tell it's just not for me um this is something that i figured out while reading about them uh, but apparently, like, two of the people in the band were from some, like, you know, cult favorite uh, um, math rock band. and like and Yeah, and that, that does come across they more weren't huge, on this album, actually. But they were, you know, some math rock band. And this is in 2008 when math rock wasn't huge, but uh, was still a thing. I mean, you did have stuff like Fall of Troy way before and yeah. even stuff before that. But um, it, I don't know if i've ever stated it but i'm not a huge fan of math rock i don't hate it but it's got to do it's just something not for you though yeah yeah and it's got to do something different something for different me to, to stand really out yeah like it and on this it just didn't do that for me there are good songs on this um but overall like i like the red socks pudgy uh olympic airways uh two steps twice those are all good songs but uh, yeah the only only song i had that stood out to me was a uh, heavy water i think yeah 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 and it's like just midway like through. and here's my biggest critique of this and i had to look up the years on both of these albums to know if it was really a critique of this band or the other band but for a good while on this album not the whole album but for a good while on it it does kind of feel like a uh, block party's silent alarm to me which came out in i think like 2005 or something and this album came out in 2008. Yeah. And I really like Block Party's uh, Silent Alarm. It's their first album, their best album. And uh, at points, and Block Party's not mathy. I'm not talking about the mathy bits. I'm just talking about the overall tone of being super English and like not covering up your accent while singing yeah. and just having a frantic 
uh you know way of the music going but uh no yeah. that, that makes sense yeah so to me and maybe if i had listened to this album first i would have liked this album better but it definitely to me i just couldn't help but hear that comparison of the two it's a good album it's not for me if you like math music i would say this is probably a good introduction to the band for you yeah definitely yeah and that and that comes probably the most of uh, out of these albums at least it's like the most mathy of them yeah it's more blatant because they 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 transform into a different kind of sound oh yeah and it comes through in the other albums yeah but it's more subtle and it's more for you know kind of the I would say the musician community where uh, someone who doesn't analyze music in a theory way would like the time changes and like the extra beats would kind of slip by them. But for someone who's sitting there counting and can hear that kind of stuff, that's kind of a it's more subtle later. But on this one, it's obvious. You can tell that like, oh, something Mm -hmm. just changed. Anybody can tell. But it's a fine album. Not for me, though. Um. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it's not my favorite of theirs, and it's it's one. It's the only one on here that I had not heard anything off of. Yeah, there. So. Was, I, I don't know if like I couldn't find much on, you know, the process of these albums. I don't, no, know, I which don't. is totally fine. But there's not really a bunch for me to fill in the gaps here with any history or anything. It just really the music is going to have to speak for itself yeah, on this and one. They're, I mean, they're a well-known band enough, but they're not like a huge deal. So yeah. I mean, I probably we probably offended people by saying that. But. Well, last time they played here uh, in Dallas, they played at the Granada Theater, which is not a yeah. huge. Well, they're definitely not a big deal in and America. And they didn't at least. sell it out yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, the next album was two years later, Total Life Forever. Yeah, and that's in 2010. Did we mention when the other album uh, it was came out? 2008. Yeah. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah, this one definitely. It, it changes like this is they become the band that they're gonna I, be yeah and i think this is probably the album most people know or have heard stuff off of yeah here on out I if, feel. if you've heard of them before you've probably heard spanish Sahara. yeah i hadn't listened so, to that song and i listened to it it sounded familiar no not at all but like what like i listened to it and i was like oh this song is like a lot slower than a lot of their songs and then it you know the end it yeah. picks up and I, I think I listened to that song like eight times. It's like a really on good its song. own. It, yeah. yeah, it's a great song. It yeah, I wish I had written that song. That's a I mean, really it, good it song. It was one of the singles off of it, probably the first yeah, the first single off of it. And I mean it's for being a single, it wasn't something that was felt overplayed or like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it, it from, is a really good song. So. From then on, like then to the end of the album, I really like I think it's pretty strong from there. The yeah. beginning of the album's the, good. The first half is a little slow. But yeah. Uh, Afterglow is another good song, but I really do feel like the the middle yeah. track, uh, Spanish Sahara. That that's definitely the best song on this. I think the biggest takeaway of this album is the shift in tone uh, of going from a more frantic, uh, minimal recording style to a more polished, subtle uh, yeah. way of composing their music. But and polished in a way that's not bad. Oh yeah, it's no. like a lot of times we'll, at least you and I will talk about a band's, you know, fifth album is more polished and it's not as cool or as good as what they made before. But in this case, it works really well. Like they're a band that benefits from that. Yeah, I know there's a lot of bands that, um, or there's a lot of people who listen to music that they either like non-polished music, the Dave Grohl's and Jack White's of yeah, right music. Leave a mistake in, and then. Uh, 
you know, then there's the people who are like, they like pop music and they don't like anything that's not completely polished. I'm definitely in the middle where I see the merit of both. Um, I do yeah, feel I John Mayer polishes his music too much. Yeah, it depends uh, on the music and the, the people involved too. Yeah, and then there's bands like American Football that I feel their second album, which came out years later, it's way more polished. And I think they're a band that benefits from polished uh, yeah. recordings. So, and that's, I'm not one of those people who's on one side of the fence. I see, you know, I'm on both sides. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's the biggest takeaway of this. I think on their past album, the first one, Antidotes, uh, they did mention that they had a more uh, kind of uh, different type of recording style where they were saying like some parts were recorded in an alleyway, like they just got like recorders and were recording random yeah, spots. Yeah, like, did, yeah. Yeah, and then on this one, they got more into a traditional sense. And that that will be the only anecdote that I have I about mean, them. I think it it shows on this album and it works for their sound like we said um yeah i, I definitely I think like this, this album, album is really good yeah it is i thought this was my favorite album of theirs until we went through and listened to all these again did you uh see that they opened up for blur when blur no um, but that sounds great they uh because blur had that hiatus mm-hmm. and then they came back to like play one show i think it was uh like hyde park yeah that was blur's reunion show in hyde park they they were the opening band it was Foles and blur cool. yeah I think that was pretty cool. I would fucking love to see that. But yeah, so then the next album was three years later. If you're mm-hmm. going to listen to this uh, album, uh, Total Life Forever, definitely check out um, Spanish Sahara. Yeah. If you're not going to listen to anything else, check out that. Because I yeah, think that I think might be one of my favorite songs, if, if not my favorite song. Yeah, if that. you're going to pick one album to listen to, just listen to that one because it has that song on there because it's got to be their best song. Yeah. and Or so, at least their most uh, you know, approachable, yeah. accessible song. So then three years later, they released Holy Fire. They have great artwork, by the way. Yeah. And that's another thing. In the uh, first album... The first album is weird artwork in comparison to all the others. And then the other three, and even these upcoming albums, uh, they all have a similar tone. They're all different, but they have a similar tone, which I really like. And their music videos are the same way. Holy Fire and Total Life Forever look like they could be the same artist. I didn't check if they were, but that's how similar they are in style and... And, uh, yeah, uh, the, they both look really great. And so does the, uh, the third album as well. Yeah. Um, so their third album, Holy Fire, um, this one's a real banger. This is the, this is the big album for me. This is the album that any songs that I knew before were off of here. We're off of it. It was Inhaler, which is the second song on the mm-hmm. album. And then straight after that, uh, My Number, yep. which is super dancey and both s- the two singles. My number is a great song, but I was listening to that and I already I already knew that song. Um, it's probably their I think that's their most catchy song is my number. Um, I'll probably open with that song uh, for this, but um, it I don't remember it being as long as it is. I was running and listening to this album and I was like, "Fuck, this song keeps going." Now it's only four minutes though, but it does it, feel repetitive. Repetitive. Yeah. That's the thing. And then after that is Bad Habit, which is another great song. Uh, yeah, really the first like half of this album is just good song after good song the yeah, whole way. I think like one through six, all the way, like Late Night is the sixth track, all great songs. And then after that, I don't remember much from the la- latter half. It's a very stacked front end yeah. of this album. 
I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I, I mean, I guess you don't like when you yeah, release an just, album, you're confident on every song, presumably. Yeah. So, I mean, it's notable though that the singles off of this, the first two that came out before the album came out were Inhaler and My Number. Those were both in that that range, and then the there were three other singles, and only one of them came from after track six. So, yeah, um, I think they they were very aware, or I would think they had to be pretty aware that the first half of this album is just great because. Why else would you pick those songs to be the singles off of that first half? And I don't know. It works fine, even though that's the case. The back half of the album isn't bad or anything either. So yeah, and so Inhaler is the song that I walked or that you know hooked me on their set when they yeah. I saw them live when I caught them live. Um, and I think that's a great song uh, or a great example of uh, that kind of. They still have their uh, rhythmic changes and kind of odd meters. Yeah. But it can go over people's heads. It's not so much that it can confuse someone. Because uh, when it gets to the part where I can't get enough space, try to count that little like kind of breakdown part after he yells space. That that's definitely like it's got a weird rhythmic thing. I'll probably put it right here, but <laughs> that would be good because yeah. you do have to hear it. I think to catch that when you're thinking about it now. Because it goes from like kind of a more straight rhythm to it. I, I don't remember exactly what it does, but I remember Hagen was there. It was Hagen and I who were at this festival, and we were sitting there like, what just happened? We were sitting there trying to count it. Because it seems like unexpected. Yeah. yeah, and we were trying to count it, and we couldn't figure it out. I don't think we figured it out until the very end of the, that song. And we are like, oh, it's this, yeah. which was really cool. We didn't expect that. And I remember Hagen saying like, oh, yeah, that was kind of like, queens of the stone age-esque where like didn't expect oh, yeah. that yeah yeah i think that's what hooked hagen um but you know just heavy it's a really good song yeah th- i mean this whole like album just starts off louder and and bolder and heavier yeah and it it all works i think i think this is probably my favorite album of theirs yeah and I, i'd say on these first three albums they're definitely guitar heavy which yeah. i appreciate yeah. that's something that's not as in the forefront nowadays, which is totally fine. It's but just whenever how it you, is. Yeah. yeah, whenever you get something that's guitar heavy, it's super nice to hear that. And that well, being guitar said, heavy and good still. So yeah, that being said, this came out in 2013, so yeah. like six years ago. So, um, yeah, I got. Yeah, I really like this album. So yeah, I would say that this probably. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that later. But uh, and then, uh, and then two years later, they came out with what went down. Another great artwork. Also, yeah, great artwork. Um, it felt like it was really short to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, though. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what about it, because it, it's it's only a minute shorter than Holy Fire. But yeah, something I, about the songs on here just didn't... I don't know. This uh, album, I I feel it's still in the vein of like what they're trying to be, or what they are now, mm-hmm. like the band they, that they became after that first album. Um I really like Mountain at My Gates, which is yeah. the you know first single that has a cool music video, by the way, that has like this 3D camera thing that you can hmm. basically cool. rotate yourself. So if you have one of those VR helmets, you can just kind of circle around yeah. and you're in the music video. It's cool. Um, it's nothing fantastic, but it's a I, I haven't really seen that much or ever for a music video. Yeah. Um, but that's a good song. It's 
that that was another song that I remember them playing live because they were touring this album. Um, I don't like this album. Other than, like, I said I didn't like the first album, mm-hmm. but it was a good album. I don't think this is a good album. I think it is very forgettable. It's, yeah, it immediately feels really different from their other stuff, even the first album. It's not like they returned to the first album or anything. Yeah. It's, it's like it's really poppy and it also feels pulled back where the other ones you know you have those yeah like, yeah it feels restrained yeah you have those uh inhaler type tracks where right. it's like really heavy and then you have like uh and I my mean, number where it's, it's really dancey and then you have other yeah. stuff like bad habit following which is more that album back. with this one is really weird yeah because it, it felt like they were going to go more in that direction and then they just don't at all yeah so. i think this is probably just it, to me, it just felt boring. After yeah. uh, Mountain at My Gates, I just kind of felt like, okay, I'm not enjoying any of this. I mean, I, if I had to guess, it's because I would say it's because they only took two years to do it. But then again, their previous albums weren't that far apart either. Yeah. Uh, but I do think it's notable that they've had their longest break in uh, in albums coming out for this new one. That is a, I mean, it's a two-part album, but still, they they had a four-year break there. Yeah, I don't, I'm hopeful I, that they've returned more to the sound they had on the second and third albums more yeah. than this. I didn't so. look too much into that new album, and it may even be out whenever this gets released. But regardless, it, the first part probably will be. Yeah, yeah, but still, um, well, but it, it's a two-part album that they're each half is forty minutes. So okay, so that's a good length. Yeah. Uh, so do you plan on listening to that? I will at some point. I don't know when. I mean, yeah. I'll pro- I'd feel like i'd want to wait till part two is out anyway yeah i don't like when bands split up albums like that so i'm not gonna rush out to listen to it but i'm i'm interested but i'm not yeah i'm not gonna yeah, i'm gonna listen to it um, run for it yeah especially with my lukewarm response to the last album but um yeah i mean there are albums that i'll rush out to get or rush out to listen to that kind of stuff definitely not with this but yeah. i definitely i do want to listen to this i think this will be something that i'll one day realize, oh shit, this is out and listen to it. Yeah, it'll be like when you said there was a new Smashing Pumpkins album out and I said, oh, I didn't exactly. know that. Yeah. And I still haven't even listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good but album. I, I I've heard, I've it. heard it is, yeah. Yeah, not their best, but it's good. I'm just not in a rush though. It'll be there. Yeah, so. it will be. Uh, so what did you, uh, what's your favorite album? Definitely Holy Fire, even though Total Life Forever is real close, but I think that's just because I've listened to it more. Um, because that was that was one of the first records I bought actually when I got a turntable was uh, Total Life Forever. So mm. I've listened to that album a lot, and I think that's why I like it so much. But I I feel like Holy Fire is a much better album and more enjoyable to listen to, and I don't know, more fun. It's a good place to start, and if you're very it's definitely mathy, a good place to start. Yeah, then you should start on Antidotes, even though I don't like that. album. It's still a good album though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I just think it's probably their it's just it doesn't feel like them because of those other later albums so i think overall um guide to listening to foals would be you know if you're just looking for an album and you don't really know what you want just listen to holy fire uh Mm -hmm. if you're just looking for one song spanish sahara yeah spanish sahara if you're a mathy person then go listen to antidotes i uh actually on this one every time we do this i start from the beginning the yeah. first album and then go all the way to the end on this one i just decided fuck it why not try something new and i started from the end their mm. most recent album and went back but that was hard it was interesting because you know because you thought you didn't like the band at all no well i, I not knew all, some of their songs yeah i don't think this would have worked well with other songs but um 
what I found from that, which was weird, is I don't mind uh, a decreasing uh, recording uh Oh, and like value quality and value. Yeah, quality, yeah, production quality. value. Uh, but um, it feels weird going from like, oh, here's a polished. Yeah. This one's still polished. This one's a little less. And then boom, you got like their first be, album, which is a little rougher on the edges. That'd be really weird with like Modest Mouse or somebody. Oh, yeah. That would be just jarring. You would be like, this band doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. But yeah, huh. um, overall, I like Foles. Um, they're not my new favorite band, but I do like them. Yeah. Um, I think they're they're a band a lot of people would like if they went and listened to them. So yeah, I uh, I hope they keep. You know, they don't need to be a guitar heavy band, but I hope they keep their guitar elements because that is something I appreciate from them. Yeah. Um, their mathy parts typically are guitar driven and i'd like that it just makes stay. for the music to be more interesting too yeah anything else you want to mention about them are you good no other than they have new album coming out in march and uh the second part in august yeah. so yeah so uh maybe we'll do an update if we decide we want to listen to it maybe <laughs> do uh one for just two albums yeah or we can just do a 10 minute episode a little recap yeah um so I, I struggled really hard to figure out what we should listen to next. I thought of a couple ideas and I was like, that were really out of left field. And I was like, I don't want to do that quite yet, but they're still there. And, you know, we can look forward to that. But I was like, I don't want to go out of left field. Thought of some metal bands. I was like, I don't think I want to do that either. And then I thought of this and I'm really happy with this choice. So we're going to do King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Okay. But... We're not doing their whole discography because they have... They came out with four albums last year alone. Five albums. Five albums. They have 13 studio albums. And guess what we're doing? The five albums they released in 2017. Because apparently they're all very good. So I thought that would be a really cool way of... You know, I've never listened to them. I never have either. And everybody talks about them enough to where I feel like I want to. And they're coming to Dallas. So Uh, I was like, this is a good way. I think it's music I like too. Exactly. They're, They're psych rock, kind of prog. We'll figure it out, but we're gonna listen to their uh, all four of their or, or sorry five of their, five of their albums, 2017 albums yeah. from 2017. Uh, so. I guess for context for everybody, real quick, they were formed in 2010, mm-hmm. and they've put out an album a year, yeah, every year. Thirteen albums, yeah, five of them. In some cases, in they put out two albums a year, and then 2017 they did five. They didn't do nuts. any in 2018, but I'll give them a break since they released five albums. Yeah, and they're not short albums either. But no, yeah. they're all full length. Right, like mm-hmm. they're not EPs; they just labeled as albums. I think the shortest one is forty minutes, which is still a yeah. full album. Uh, Although, speaking of, they put out two EPs in twenty eighteen, so they didn't. Oh, well, not there put you out go. Anything, so, yeah, so this is uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. We're doing all five of their uh, albums from twenty seventeen, and we're not going to say their full name the whole next episode. No. It's going to be King Gizzard or King Giz. I'm not doing that whole name, but yeah, we'll we're do it once. Listen to to that next time. Sounds good. 